0: Welcome back! You're listening to another episode of The Todd Donald Show, a weekly podcast where artists and performers go to chat about nothing. Hosted by Canadian singer-songwriter Todd Donald.
1: Let me know quickly if I beef any of this. This is my review summary There, <laughs> that I'm reading. there. 2018 season focused on movies in Matt's collection. Matt being a more of a filmmaking buff, judging the film on how it was made, and Kayla generally reacting to what was being depicted on it. They made notes and in segments discussed with the basic idea of seeing how worthy the film was of staying in Matt's collection, or in the wider known canon of films, specifically Criterion. And from what I gathered, some of Matt's films weren't in English, and often depicted or shined too bright a light on an era much more racist. I, I put an S at the end of racist. I, this was written by a four-year-old and <laughs> sexist than we have today. And after some clashing here and there, I spelt their T-H-E-I-R. <laughs> this couple ultimately met in the middle or agreed to disagree and enjoyed the beverage that Kayla picked. Is that right, Matt? Or did you pick some of the beverages?
2: You're usually better at finding them than I was. I was, yeah. But so most of the time, Kayla ended up un- un- uncovering the nice. the drink that we had, yeah. <laughs>
1: having met them both already the first time still reading i'm still a fan even more so i'm embarrassed at my last interview with them i'm still flabbergasted that i was brought fresh baked cookies by a guest
2: <laughs> yeah nothing this time i'm sorry, yeah, sorry <laughs> it's been that. a busy week
1: <laughs> that's i needed more cookies which is, <laughs> i'm glad they're back please welcome matt and kayla of the podcast there was a sale
2: Thanks so much.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: I, I wrote that.
3: Wow. Very nice, Todd.
1: <laughs> yeah. Was I fairly accurate in how I reviewed the show?
3: That's a really good summary, I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: I think that's, that's what we do. Yeah.
2: Or we did in 2018
1: with our yeah. season, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's meta review of a review of yeah. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't do my podcast strategically in terms of booking guests or whatever. Mm-hmm. It tends to be, like, people I'm a fan of you know how a nerd nerd thinks like, like I'm a fan of this. I want to interact with it <laughs> taught their people. Um, yeah, I was kind of embarrassed at how maybe less prepared I was at that point in restarting the podcast. And also in 2019, the season has a different arc.
3: Hmm. Yes. We've moved on to a different media type in two books. Mm-hmm. Why did we do that, Matt? <laughs>
2: I've got a bunch of books. Um, and it gives us a chance to take a break from watching movies, specifically The Criterions. I think we realized the first season when we initially plotted out the podcast um, that 24 episodes is a bit too long. Right. Um, and it ended up taking us a full year to get through all of those. And I think mm-hmm. by the end, we were starting to get a little tired with what we were doing because we... And okay. it was partly maybe my choice of, of movies um, inadvertently because we ended up watching a lot of the similar things or things that had similar themes. And um, we're, we were excited to do something else. And we thought that, you know, it's kind of right now it's winter and it's not the greatest time to be outside. Be outside. So we thought we'd curl up with a good book. Nice. Yeah. as much as we could and we're doing things a bit differently as well because uh, nice. it's a bit shorter we're doing 12 episodes for this season and kayla's helped curate yeah i is, got to
3: pick half of the books i think
2: gonna be a fun experiment because then we get yeah. to talk about why she chose nice. the books from my shelf but
1: yeah it's, a, it's more of an insight into what you would read
3: yeah exactly and i even included one that i own from That's my true. own collection so one of the
2: books will be kayla's book as well nice yeah. one of her six books yeah
1: I take it that she has less books because she doesn't collect them. Yeah, Yeah, it's a different, different philosophy entirely. Yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, and it's also different technically. That's true. It
3: is because we have two microphones, one for each of us. (laughs) It's very exciting. Big improvement. This new episode of our first or our second season is the first one my sister has listened to. So the technical (laughs) quality has pulled her in.
2: So we're doing something good. That's good.
1: So the reason the reason your sister wasn't listening before was because yeah, the shoddy
3: technically wasn't good enough for her. Yeah,
2: she is an audiophile yeah, for sure. Totally.
3: <laughs>
1: okay. Audio can sometimes be deceiving though, because there might have been times when oh they're getting they're getting angry. I should call them and be like, are you are you two still okay? Because one <laughs> of you just had your ass handed to you on the podcast. <laughs> I care. That's so nice that's to nice. hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody
3: else was checking in on us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't check in. Yeah. That's the thing, though. That's,
3: that's a nice thought. Yeah. No, it was usually we'd stop the recording and we'd both be like, was that okay? Are we good? <laughs> Things are... are we, it was good. Yeah. yeah it, was it was good, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the shows were good. I, I was just always worried about the, the conflict. <laughs>
3: mm, yes.
2: People have different opinions about movies. <laughs> yeah. um, even if there's something... like it's it was It was probably just, you know, I love something and you didn't. maybe see the same things in it that i did and the more you talk about this stuff the thicker skin you have to have about it yeah and you just kind of realize and you know it's a great thing that not everyone loves the same things because that would be so boring otherwise so and we would have nothing to talk about
3: if we both love if we both love the same movies
2: every week so it you know even if it might sound a bit heated over the podcast occasionally then it's it doesn't it doesn't you know yeah (laughs) that's it's it stays on the podcast which is good
1: I, I tend to be, it's not like a dichotomy for me. Like, I, I'm not as studied. Like, I know you went to film school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I dig that. I just kind of like, can I get your autograph almost <laughs> kind of thing? But it's like, I do appreciate the things that you notice. But how are, how are books for as, as far as agreeing or disagreeing? Yes. Yeah,
3: so we picked, actually, Matt picked Harry Potter. Yeah, that was my and choice. And the Philosopher's Stone as the first one. And I think it was partly because... Um, it's one that we both grew up reading, uh, and we have a connection to, and also cause we thought it was one that maybe a lot of people could relate to just to start off this season. And so I think this one might be a little bit different cause we have such a deep love for it, both of us. Yeah. But going forward, I think some of the books will bring up other topics. Like our next one is geek love. And it's about a family um, that's part of a traveling circus. and the kids have all been in quotes created um, during the pregnancy using different combinations of drugs. So they mm-hmm. all are born with different or with differences. so one is born um, with fins instead of limbs and uh, twins are born and and they're conjoined and one is born and she's a dwarf. and so
0: wow.
3: yeah, it's this book. and so I think that will be an opportunity at least for me to bring up the idea of how we um, portray characters with disabilities in books too. And historically what it's been like for people with disabilities in circuses. Yeah. And so that's like my contribution. And I, then for Matt.
2: Well, that's a book that I ended up reading through one of my university classes. Um, so I feel like all I'm going to be talking about is just everything I learned about it <laughs> when we were talking in class. But yeah, and books are interesting. It's because they can be such a, a personal experience when you're reading a book, yeah. you know. You it's not as though with a film you're being shown things and for the most part your opinion about them can be set. But what I found when we were talking about Harry Potter a lot of the time was that we were talking about you know our impressions of the characters and what mm-hmm. we thought they were like and what we imagined in our heads when we were reading the
3: book. And it's also different because we read it separately where the movies we watch together and mm-hmm. we're interacting while we were watching the movies. And so we kind of understood a little bit what we were thinking even while we were watching it but since we're reading it separately it's it's been very different yeah and yeah I don't think you've started our new book yet
2: no well no I have not <laughs> this is the other thing too is um, we could just sit down and watch a movie you know we'd have to make sure we were both available at the same time and it would take a couple hours but with books
3: it takes days it
2: takes yeah. weeks yeah so usually I well so far Kayla has been grabbing the books first and going through them because you tend to take Longer. A bit longer, yep. right? Um, but it, you're also probably retaining more information than I do when I read things. And yeah, as we've learned,
1: listening yeah. To, to yeah
2: one of our segments is based around the fact that I don't pay attention to details. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's great because I could read the same book again and not remember anything. So I think that's good. Yeah.
1: You just want to nail the essence of the, the book, I guess. Maybe I don't know. I, yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just say things. That's. that's
2: <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I'm. Well, it's more just I. I probably read a little too quickly, and I should. I, and that's something that I I want to try and get better at is you know slowing down and actually thinking about the sentences sentences as I read them. Yeah. Because most of the time, I think I think it's just a it's just a habit that I've gotten into where you know you're trying to read things as quickly as possible to right. to get the main idea and move on to the next thing. And um, part of that is my impulse to collect or like or to see or read everything. And that's something you sort of want to push against, especially when you're reading things for enjoyment.
1: Okay. Is there a nurse around when, when he eats <laughs> so that, you know, if you swallow something without chewing it, Yeah. You can...
3: <laughs> I am CPR oh. certified. So you're... yeah, that's good. I'm on hand. Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Sometimes even with movies, you watch them at one and a half speed just to get through them.
2: The reason I'll do that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Exposed.
2: I feel like to get to the nude parts. I'm it's kidding. the problem is I want to finish things when I start them. And sometimes <laughs> they won't be worth the time, but I'm still curious.
3: And you can't um, just, you can't leave a movie. You I have can. A very hard I, time I very that.
2: occasionally do stop watching films and just don't go, pick them up again. Um, but I, I, do, it's a checklist sometimes and sometimes you just want to finish it, right? Yeah.
1: You do want to get the essence of, of, of what you're looking at and maybe another time you'll, you'll fully watch it at slow ass regular speed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, honestly, sometimes movies are just too long, you know, yeah. they should have been 20 minutes shorter and I'm just, and I'm correcting you that go. mistake. You, you, yeah. You fixed <laughs> you it. Know? Cause I, I know what's wrong with it and it's, they're too long sometimes.
1: And you closely, you closely absorb. yes
3: and then i absorb it so much that i fall asleep and then i have to wake up and reread a little bit and (laughs) figure out what's going on
2: yeah
1: and are you always more on the on the side of like there's so much out there to read i don't think i'll have an inclination to want to reabsorb the same story because us collectors are always afraid that Mm. we'll just have a faint memory Where's my copy? Oh, good, it's there because I'm a collector.
3: Right. uh only with very few things will I that I want to reread or rewatch that then I will own. Um, like I'm trying to think. Like my, we've talked about, my very limited movie collection are things that I rewatch a lot. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I think I. I haven't accepted the fact that one day I might not have access to certain things. I just take for granted, oh yeah, like if I want to watch this, I'll be able to. But I think Matt thinks about that a lot more and is like, if I couldn't find this online, how could I still watch it? I need to own a copy. Right. And I think I'm just oblivious, or I, I don't think that's real, so I just...
1: On that side of that, I wish I was more like you, because it's hard to, you know, the economy... We need to... <laughs> I'm such an easy sell on things that are collectible films and, mm-hmm. and, and really well-made stuff. And being a creator, I I can't help but be like you. But I wish I was more like, oh, it's just material. I'm George Harrison. Right. Mm-hmm. Give it away, you know? <laughs> so with books, one thing I definitely tend to find is that I don't like when people compete a book against a movie made about the book. Right. Mm. It's supposed to be different, you're digesting it at a completely different speed and mm-hmm. rate of time. Yep. A book is written by one person, generally. Mm-hmm. And then telling a story mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. creating a vast universe that you can always reference things. Whereas with a movie, you have a million... I don't know. Is that the exact math? Usually a million people? Yeah. Based on, yeah, credits. <laughs> yeah. How long they take. Yeah, for sure. So books are typically by one person. What what's What's something else that... That made books. There was a sale worthy.
2: Mm. They were sitting on.
3: Matt m- has the a shelf. lot of them. Yeah, I think. <laughs>
2: um, and I think we were looking for something a, a, bit, a bit different. We started with movies because that seemed to be the easiest way to get into recording a podcast, and it was the least amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, or at least it had the smallest time commitment attached mm-hmm. to it. Because you sit down for a couple hours, you watch a movie, and then you spend another hour and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I think we wanted to, yeah, we wanted to try. Like, changing things up a bit, and it was also a chance to go back and reread some things that were dear, at least to me, Um, and I'm excited to read some of the books you picked as well, Kayla. Yeah. And I think... I'm (laughs) losing it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Unsurprisingly, Matt and I also have different tastes in books, like movies, so you tend to gravitate toward more sci-fi fantasy kind of things, and some, like, more recently non-fiction things Mm -hmm. as well. Right. Whereas I'm more kind of straight fiction and nonfiction. And so I think this is a way, again, to appreciate. Because when you, I see you're reading some books or you talk about them. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to read that. But this is a way for me to sit down and read it and be like, okay, is there a way that I enjoy this as well? Can I appreciate why you consume this and and really get deeper into it?
1: Yeah, that's tricky. There's a lot of people like myself that, find it hard to get into reading unless it's something I really mm. feel like I can spend that time with. Right. Mm-hmm. Kudos to either one of you. If you're reading something that you wouldn't typically
2: mm-hmm.
1: have an urge to, is there going to be like a, do you have a coin collection so <laughs> far on Prussian francs, or, you know, that would be actually, that would be really amazing.
2: Um, I don't have a coin no. collection. I think most of my, most of my collections have to do with some sort of experiential media,
3: Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever collect like ticket stubs or things? Like oh, I did. Buttons, like you, you talk
2: to my mom, she'll tell you all about it. I used mm-hmm. to collect everything. Rocks I actually did have coins for a while stamps. Um, you know, those bread tabs that you, you take off. The, those? Yeah. I had a, a thing of that, of those. Yeah. Everything. So it's like, I think it's pretty, like, I think I'm doing pretty good. I've pared down the amount of collections.
3: That's true. A lot
2: since I was a kid. One, I'm excited at some point, uh, And to maybe do, I have a big shelf of board games as well. Um, And that's something that with a friend group in university, I used to play a lot, Um, a lot of these kind of modern board games. I'm excited to see what a season of that would look like for our podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It would just require a bit more logistics and and a time investment that I'm not sure we can commit to right now. But that's probably the most different.
3: I think doing CDs would be really cool too. Yeah. For us to like sit and listen to the whole CD together, and then talk about that yeah, as a right. whole, because I think it's been a long time since I've sat and listened to an entire like album of something. Because I'll pick songs like favorite ones, yeah. and I think that would be a neat experience to have together. Yeah, absolutely. Because you keep your CDs. I have. A you few. don't just digitize I, them and. don't I have them.
2: No, I have. I really actually do have just one shelf of them. It's probably maybe about. 30 or 40 cds and i really cut down and kept the ones that mattered most to me or Mm -hmm. ones that i'd bought at concerts that i'd go into and things like that mostly canadian bands or other things like that it was uh really hard doing that but i haven't listened to them in probably 10 years because you just you know you put them on your computer and then they're a file and then you have it on your ipod
1: Right. Okay. So, no, like, you do listen to music. I do
2: listen to music, but I haven't listened to the CDs themselves. Right. In a really um, long time, they're just sort of objects, like, or like you know, o- like beautiful art objects that you yeah. ha- you hang on to. <laughs> and that's funny. And
1: I imagine like, you you have vinyl, right? And you I have vinyl. Have I, I actively listen to vinyl, not as often as I'd like. Mm-hmm. And the CDs just sit there. Yeah. I have a CD player in my car, but given the choice, I can Bluetooth it. Yeah. And right. No problems. But there's always a CD on because I don't like it when it goes to, to the satellite preview stations. Mm. And it might automatically go back to one when I turn my phone off. All the best in right-wing political. I was like, I don't even want this preview of it. I'm not paying for that. <laughs> put on, put a CD in yeah. for safety measures.
3: Right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So that's become the use of a CD. Interesting. Coaster yeah. and, and prevents me from hearing right. it. I did kind of want to lead into, so we got... Rocks, we got coins. No, I'm kidding.
3: Well, you, because this was my other thought. If we get into other experiences for the mm-hmm. podcast, you have a lot of cookbook nets. So, like, I do. if we made something from your cookbooks and, that was and an episode. then talked about it, yeah, I would love to do that. That'd be really fun. Yeah.
2: Um, because
3: then we'd actually use them.
2: That's, I, I. <laughs> i have been very busy so far in 2019 <laughs> he collects cookbooks i no books. i don't i've got six i don't okay. think that's a, the start Actually, no, of a collection no I've, I've got like three half okay. of them are yours right now to are be they? fair yeah one right. is mine two
3: okay <laughs> so a third
2: uh, you can't yeah. fast forward a recipe man. no um Look. no it's true um I, I you know that's a that's a more recent hobby i've been getting into is, is sort of cooking and learning how to make all these different things yeah. and um Damn good at cookies. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah, the cookies
3: that, are very that's good. That's probably
2: my most iterated recipe. I've made that a lot of times. <laughs> um, they are very good. Um, but yeah, that would be a really cool mm-hmm. idea. And I'd be excited to do that.
3: Okay. And
2: I've read a lot of the cookbooks. And I have, true. I've picked you have out a lot things. of
3: background knowledge on the cookbooks. I,
2: I had an idea for a while that I wanted to make something every week and blog about it and just nice. talk about how what, like to go from someone with – and like without any real cooking skills and learn, like see what I could learn every week yeah. and do things. But life in, and scheduling is, is tough. And I haven't actually done it yet, but I think that'd still be a fun idea. But doing it on the podcast is probably the smartest way because mm-hmm. that's something, yeah. in, rather than in addition to,
1: that's, that's how we can turn it into something that we already do. Mm-hmm. My bot, Almost Famous, when I was 17, I had shit all to do. So I would watch the special features and the DVD in one sitting. Yeah. I would read half a book in one sitting and it was like mm-hmm. a, you know, a longer one. I read. The project of making a blog or a, a podcast, as, mm-hmm. as the three of us do, is pretty amazing because it it takes time and effort. And that effort, I started down a path. I don't know where I... <laughs> I don't have an ending. Uh <laughs> Marlon Brando's not showing up on time. It's, How are we going to finish <laughs> this movie? It's uh, definitely really
2: hard and you sort of have to make choices and put set things by the wayside a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I know I have at least 3 or 4 hobbies that I can't, I don't have the time to right. follow anymore or or you know put time into and that's that's sad sometimes and I feel yeah. I feel frustrated by that. But it just it means that you make choices about what you love and what you want to do and then hopefully you can find a, a greater amount of enjoyment
3: and like with cooking because i know sometimes we're like oh we we want to make things together but there's so much like we there's so much prep but if we can make it into something fun then it doesn't feel like such a chore right and like even when we have to do stuff around the house it's like well at least if we get to do it together it's not as bad even though it's still bad it's not as bad <laughs> that's true and so Like finding ways to make even the things you have to do a little bit more fun. Right. Um, Yeah.
1: I totally agree with you. But with with cooking, you can justify that because you got to eat.
3: Yeah. Yes. (laughs) But
1: like with with making a podcast, like all that work that goes into it, there has to be a justification, if not some sort of external desire of some sort. Mm -hmm. Because I've wrestled with it. The whole time that I've been doing it consistently, the thing that I wrestle with is the back and forth of going, I'm just doing this because I like it, because I like podcasts, because I want to make something that I would listen to, Mm -hmm. because I care about the quality that matters to me. Uh, I'm not going to pander to anybody. I'm not going to, um, to reach out and try to grab some sort of fame. And yet also... You know, I'm, I'm a musician and a performer. So I also have these desires where I, I I want to collaborate and get to a place where I can do a live podcast, mm-hmm. like it, where I'm interacting with an audience and talking with guests. And uh, for lack of a better word, you have, you have to sort of like do your thing in a way that might be a little ass kissy. Right. Because you, you, you want to reach a, a maximum amount of listeners and people. One thing I definitely noticed... About, about you two is that you're never second guessing the potential listener or audience you're always just making something that's really nice and good and well presented and interesting yeah i, I mean we'll, we'll we'll
2: get famous we'll sell ads you know <laughs> 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 like yeah nature box is great you know <laughs> no i don't know <laughs> yeah. have you heard about hello fresh yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it <laughs> yeah
3: yeah, it's well because it like when we started, it was like, okay, Matt has a lot of things. I don't have a lot of and things. You had a good idea. How, how do we enjoy yeah. them together?
2: And it was a joke, and then and we thought about it seriously.
3: Yeah, and I think similar, Todd. We're like, would we listen? I think we'd really enjoy listening to something like this. Why don't we yeah. make it? And and we've had a lot of fun doing it. I think, but I I totally get what you're saying because towards the end of last year we got really busy and it's like, okay, we still want to do this, but we don't have as much time. What are we going to sacrifice to still be able to do it? But maybe like I find what we struggle with is keeping a social media presence because I feel like that's so necessary to get the message out there. Yeah, But it's time consuming. And I don't think either one of us has a huge Background, no personally (laughs) about keeping a social media presence. So I, I,
1: I would give anything to have someone do that for me. Yeah, and do it for free until my podcast turns a profit. A lot of social media is
2: just sort of. It feels like it's just, hey, we still exist. Like yeah, exactly. Like this,
3: and and
2: and a lot of it is showing other business people that hey, we we have a valid audience, and Mm -hmm. you know you can give us money because we reach this many people. Yeah, consistently, and I I mean, there's obviously you know you make a thing that needs to be listened to you want to have people listen to it Mm -hmm. um and that's kind of the great one of the (laughs) the few good things about social media is that it does allow people that you know enjoy certain types of things to find the types of things that they would enjoy Mm -hmm. um whereas before it'd be really hard to do that like i don't think podcasts as a medium could have existed before the internet right um and then that's or at least you know they would have just been local radio shows. Um, right. But it's tricky because it requires an amount of effort and brain power that we're not always willing to put in cuz every two weeks we do have to re- watch and record something mm-hmm. or read a book and yeah. record something. It also is annoying to then have to every other like in, a, in a, also do all of the the social media. As well and on multiple platforms and
3: Yeah, so one of us takes two, one of us takes the other one. Exactly. We sit together, we're like, okay, what did you write? Okay, this is what I'm writing.
1: When it's all said and done, to 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 put something out there that you're happy with if by your own standards Mm -hmm. is is a really nice feeling, I Mm -hmm. think. Yeah. I like every everything about what you guys put out there. Um you're you're not acting like you're the first podcast that's ever been, Mm -hmm. but you're also I don't know, more kind words. I think. Oh <laughs> well, thank you. I don't. Uh, I want to overspeak. I.
3: We got nowhere to be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> For sure. We always have a little printout of what we're gonna do. Yeah. During an episode and.
3: For our little segments, but like the majority, where we just talk about it, that's where we're like, what What should we talk about? Mm-hmm. We yeah. should have had more notes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's 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 too much, and also never enough yep. at the same time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie we talked about last
1: week.
3: Yeah, again. <laughs> that's good. yeah. I have another note.
2: <laughs> You've done that before.
3: <laughs> or, or, it's like <laughs> you just you made fun of me because I saw eighth grade and then I talked about it on multiple episodes. You're yeah. like, oh, here it comes again. Keila's talking about eighth grade. Yeah,
1: it's it's like a riff. Yeah, it's like a noticed, guitar that's riff. It's true. It's good. <laughs> that that can be kind of neat little threads that only only the deep cut listeners exactly. Can yeah. <laughs> So one question that I thought of, I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I thought of this question. I was, I was being really thoughtful at the time. What are your, are your other hobbies?
2: It's
1: mm. a great question. Yes. Just ask
2: it like a four-year-old. That's I think all. you've got more answers to this than I do.
3: My hobbies? Yeah. Um, well, I think together we both also play not- professionally at all but we play instruments we play music mm-hmm. i play ukulele and you play guitar mm-hmm. Nice. so sometimes we play together i'm part of a ukulele club as part of work nice it's very fun <laughs> yeah um and i like last year i got back into going to hot yoga and then this year i actually started volunteering at a fitness studio so i've been going to a lot more fitness classes So exercising a lot, you know, staying healthy.
1: (laughs) One of my resolutions.
3: (laughs) And yeah, spending time with our families. We both are very close to our families. Mine's in Toronto, so we see them a little bit less often. But my mom makes appearances in our podcast stories. Yeah, that's (laughs) true. And we see your family because they live in town.
2: Yeah, I have to work tonight, but you're going to go to my family's Super Bowl party. Yeah, so So,
3: here we go. Hope you
1: have fun there. (laughs) (laughs) So there had to be some sort of thing, like you both lived in toronto at one point we did and now live here
3: yeah yes yeah we met here when matt was in his undergrad and i was in my undergrad mm-hmm. and then you got into your master's program in toronto i had an internship i was doing in toronto so we were both in so toronto We both moved back there for a bit and then we both came back here yeah
1: yeah there's the thing you were you, you schooled uh with, with film and that that helped you in the first season mate but you're <laughs> this time around you're all well Matt. I mean he I my did undergrad, undergrad, is undergrad in, in English. In English as well. oh. <laughs> okay. So yes, I'm still but. good. I'm still good. good. <laughs> you still got I still, it. I still I
2: feel you got yeah. It. I I mean You gotta make up for being a man. It's yeah. it's it's funny. I, I feel as though um anytime we talk about stuff, I sort of feel like an imposter sometimes because I, I'm I don't like there there I listen to a lot of podcasts about people that do this stuff for a living and research all these right. things and talk about movies and a lot of well, a lot of film critics talk here I hear a lot of film critics talk about movies and I'm, I'm just an enthusiast, right? I just, right. I collect them and I, I enjoy them. And I don't always feel as though I have, like, I, I've never claimed to be an authority right. <laughs> about anything. And I feel like I'm just sort of vaguely remembering something I scribbled in a notepad while I was half paying attention in lecture all yeah. the time. Right. Um, it sort of feels like I'm always standing on the shoulders of like giants and pretending to be
1: like them. <laughs>
3: you we, do a good but, job.
1: Yeah. I'm good at faking it for yeah. sure. On <laughs> there was a sale, you're not only woke which is brilliant yes you wouldn't say words like <laughs> the ones that i was to you have an interesting discussion that, that's that's open to saying i could be wrong about this but mm-hmm. i strongly feel right and i love that i love hearing people talk on those terms
3: yeah i think it's very much what like what we think about it
1: yeah i
2: don't know anything else
1: i don't and I not don't know. trying to be like
3: yeah this is the way it is it's like yeah. this this is how we feel and mm-hmm. this is what what we see in the movie and maybe other people see different things and that's cool and could, yeah. I, it's
2: yeah. all just an argument and yeah, it all, it's all <laughs> just, what, I, well, it's all about how strongly you defend your argument, right? Like right. you can, you can back things up with facts and if like, you, sometimes you can do that. And then sometimes, you know, things are a bit more of a stretch.
1: Looking forward with, uh, there was a sale too. Mm-hmm all sales are final. <laughs> I did like that tagline. <laughs> yeah. It's was, it was a play on words. Um, <laughs> is that a thing? I I lost it again. Is is it going to be a thing where you try to cast the movie?
2: Yeah, that's one of our permanent segments. We that's, had a lot of fun yeah. coming up with, because a lot of the segments we had in our first season don't fit with books anymore, yeah. right? And so we came up with a few different things. Yeah. Uh, one of which was, who would you cast in the, the Hollywood remake?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I, I've been enjoying the trivia so far.
3: Even though you got it I'm, wrong, I'm looking yeah. forward to getting. I'm <laughs>
2: looking forward to getting them all wrong. Probably. Yeah. And uh, what are the other ones? We've got a couple. Um, we, we d-
3: retitling. Yes. We can do yeah. better can at do titling better better books. Naming the book.
2: Yeah. Oh. Um. So, like, what's the what? Where would you read this? Or oh, yes.
3: <laughs> the ideal place to read this book or situation to read it in. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one.
2: Because it makes you think about the context of how you read things and when you would want to. Obviously, you know, not all books are created equal and some books you yeah. don't want to be reading on a bus or you don't want to be, yeah. you know, you, you can sit down with for five minutes and then yeah. come back to a year later and can keep going on as though nothing, no time had passed, right? Yeah. But.
3: Yeah, like some of the nonfiction ones that will come up later, I think are ones that you could read in smaller segments because even though they're one story or entity, they're broken up in a different way. Yeah. And so you can kind of read A segment be like okay took something from it put it down pick it up and not feel like you lost the thread of the book
2: yeah right and i i think we talked about this a bit but i think the idea is that you know we're just reading these things because we want to read them but for our audience if people are interested in reading the books that's kind of a useful information to have yeah is Mm -hmm. because we're not gonna you know we're not gonna read infinite jest and suggest that you can (laughs) pick that up anytime right and set it down and come back to it (laughs) did everyone enjoy crime and punishment
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah that right. would be oh shit if you had a the the book that you were going to talk about the next week mm-hmm. and you sort of you ask the listener <laughs> words <We're>, to <laughs> mouth
2: we try and announce it I, I think we have it at the end of our first yeah. episode what we're, we're we said we we're reading geek love mm-hmm. right. um I, I mean imagine if people want to go and find a copy and there are, read are it along with
1: it then there are people out there like they, they have that thing where they, they have book lists for the
2: month of october i did that with movies with uh oh, right halloween or scary movies right yes. and so it was a list of things where it's like you had to have five films from before 1970 and two films from this director and one film with a an aquatic menace in it right so some sort of like <laughs> evil sea creature and You just, it was, it was fun to kind of come up with a list. And then the idea was that you watched one every day, right? They're fun
1: Yeah, for (laughs) sure. I would love to watch like all the films that they, they talk over in the newer seasons of mystery science theater 3000. I don't know. Watch that. I, the great thing about those, I've seen a few episodes is that I feel like they do it so you don't have to, and
2: they they can like condense the best parts of it on screen. So
1: star crash starring David Hasselhoff. It's one of the best worst movies out there. Maybe I haven't seen the room, whatever.
3: Oh, you haven't seen the room.
1: I so badly want to, oh. and I've seen the Disaster Artist.
3: It's worth watching. I bet, and it's worth watching first at home to understand what's going on, and then watching it in the theater with lots of people, because right. it's two very different experiences.
1: I l- I like how you're you're both game for me being all over the place. I've run out of steam. the The point, <laughs> if I have any point in this whole episode, is that I'm I'm a big fan of the podcast we're adults so i can't have a social life like i used to but you two coming back on the show would be bodacious for me i'm because i'm a fan of you two as people you're very sweet and smart and um i really appreciate your time
3: yeah thanks for
0: having us thanks for listening to another episode of the todd donald show starring produced and edited by todd donald the piano music and the rap is by jp sunga who you can find at JPSunga.com. The theme music is Mackie Alkino by William Chernoff. Find him at Chernoff.band. And I'm Milo Axelrod, Todd's favorite bar none human voice. And I'm not bragging, he wrote this. If you'd like to hear more of my voice, check out my podcast, Describing a Rock, in which I describe some rocks. You can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Please support The Todd Donald Show by sharing it with anyone who might enjoy it. Follow and interact with At Todd Donald Show on Twitter and Instagram. And if you feel like going the extra mile on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review, preferably in its favor. Have a great day, friends.